Brett. Hello, everyone, and welcome to the LFG cast, your one stop shop for everything lifting, feasting, and gaming related. Once again, we are joined by the illustrious Zephan Blade. Oh my god, I'm illustrious this week? What's up, guys? Dude, it's triple infamy. You gotta, you know. Ah, spicy. I didn't know. Apparently, they're doing triple infamy right now, so might as well grind that out. Mm -hmm. Um, but that is not the topic of today's episode. Uh, just some quick notes about the gaming space this week before we get into the meat of today's episode. Uh, the first thing is there was a tribute mission in Destiny Two for one of the was it High Moon or Vicarious Visions? Vicarious Visions. Uh, one of the studio members of Vicarious Visions who passed away last year. There's no loot. Do not expect loot. It's just a tribute mission. Very touching wall of text at the end. And it was it was well done. It was tasteful. So thank you, Bungie, for that. And the big talk of the town, which we're not really going to get into. We'll get into when we stream, which, by the way, we're just tuning into the podcast. We record this live on Twitch every Thursday at about 6 o'clock Eastern Standard Time. The link is in the description. But... The big news is that Xbox oh, Lord. walked in to Big Daddy Todd's office, flashed, you know, what was it, $750 million? No, 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 no. Seven and a half billion. Oh, I'm sorry. Seven and a half billion. They literally walked in there with a check. No, I'm sorry. Cash. They paid cash for this. And they bought, they bought ZeniMax and Bethesda. And they literally looked at Todd and they handed him the briefcase of money and they said, it just works. Mm -hmm. And so that's a big thing. They... Uh, to put that in perspective for those playing at home, they uh, bought that for twice what Disney did for Star Wars. Yeah. So... It's a, it's a big deal, and they did an interview, Pete Hines, Todd Howard, somebody else, and Phil Spencer sat down on Zoom, did a little Skype call, whatever. They talked about, uh, you know, different things about the, the buyout and what they're planning on doing. There was a couple of little, there's a couple of reveals in that interview. Um, Todd Howard has officially confirmed that the engine they use has been overhauled, so Starfield may be in an entirely different engine not an entirely different engine but it could the creation engine could be completely changed so that's big news for bethesda the second thing is that phil spencer said he noticed people in communities and the internet having a lot of discourse about what's going to happen to their favorite franchises as we know fallout 4 is going to be on the playstation plus library um thing that they're rolling out with the ps5 he said his goal and i guess their goal at xbox is to make sure that everyone can play what they want where they want now it's not an outright confirmation but that could be good news for a lot of people because that means that possibly fallout elder scrolls and starfield may not be Xbox exclusives, you know, which is, I think, overall a good thing for just the industry. Uh, I think that's way too much money 
for them to gatekeep at a with with a console exclusive. You know, it's not like a it's not like a first party IP, right? Like it's not like The Last of Us, where like that's the reason you buy PlayStation. It's a fran it's you know they're franchises that have been around minus Starfield for a long time, and they have fans across multiple platforms. But did you wanna did you wanna add anything into that real quick before we hop into the meat and potatoes? It sounds pretty solid. That's basically what happened, you know. <laughs> um, aside from the fact that exclusives. Um... Yeah, it's just going to be case by case basis. So a lot of people, you had a lot of people out in the wild, molding and despairing over the fact that oh god, Xbox has won everything forever, and it's no, it's on a case by case basis, which translates to whenever the hell we feel like, you know. So there's the chance that yeah, Xbox is going to get these things first, but it's not like you're never going to get to play them. Yeah, it could it could honestly be a timed exclusive, like we've seen in the days of old with Bioshock and Mass Effect which were originally Xbox exclusives. Mm -hmm. um, but yeah, so today's episode, we're going to go back into our rest and recovery discussion. We're, we're nearing the end of, I believe, um, unless there's anything in the coming weeks that you really want to dive into. You can only recover so much. I know, you can only do so much recovery. So today's another doubleheader, and we're going to be discussing the importance of sleep and how sleep, you know, aids you in recovery and how it's, you know, kind of a big deal. And we're going to be talking about the the obvious difference between active and non-active rest days and why there are benefits to both and why you should be incorporating both of them into your training. Mm -hmm. So, do you want to do you want to take the helm because you're usually the one with all the fancy show notes? Oh my god. Well, I mean, in terms of sleep, um, I'm going to get two things out of the way before we get to the discussion. In terms of sleep, when people ask how much should I be getting, when should I be sleeping, etc, etc, etc. The short answer, like much of things in fitness, is it depends. So before we get into the actual discussion, just want to get that out of the way. It depends. Um, second general thing, very general, um, all things being equal and allowing for your schedule, sleep when you're tired. Yes. <laughs> These two things will guide you. But now, uh, with those, uh, out in front of our discussion, uh, a lot of people that I talk to pretty frequently, uh, they're like, oh, you know, I'm getting like five hours of sleep for, you know, anywhere between four and six hours of sleep. Uh, and most of them, and this was even before the pandemic, right? Um, but before the pandemic, they were like, oh, you know, I've got work and I've got X and I've got Y and I've got Z. You know, I'm going to the gym, I'm playing D&D, &D, you know, I'm going to go out for a drink with friends. And a lot of people just sideboard mm -hmm. sleep because like oh it's not essential you know and just like I i'll sleep exactly like i'll sleep when i'm dead you know um yeah i had i had a roommate in college that that was his mo like i would take a nap when i studied abroad i was like yo i'm gonna take a nap i ain't got nothing to do today my work yep. you know i can do my work later and yep. he's like nope he's like i'm just gonna do it all now and i'm like 
all right. He's like, why don't you take a nap? You look tired. And he's like, oh, because I can sleep when I'm dead. Because why would mm -hmm. I? Why would I sleep now? Mm-hmm. Uh, you know, and there are a couple different schools of thought. Like there are definitely some times where like you're tired, and you've really gotta tighten up and actually finish what you're doing and focus. But chances are, and there's a maxim that I've really gone by, which is just tired hungry people make mistakes oh yeah so if you're and i mean that's just that's school that's work that's social gaffes that's even just like little things like uh you know you knocked over your cup of tea or suddenly turned too fast and you weren't and you didn't stretch and now you pulled something <laughs> in your back you didn't stretch right <laughs> or um, you know it's the reason why you're just getting you know it's it's more likely the reason why you're getting smacked in war zone yeah. rather than the team is just sweat lords yep tired hungry people make mistakes so you know generally speaking and again it depends but if you're hungry eat something if you're tired sleep and it it pretty much is across the board that simple but really people yeah. are like oh well you know how do i how do i schedule my sleep i want to get all these other things done you know and like valid because there are a lot of things in life to be done, even now in this most challenging of times. But like, that does not mean you can just shove aside your sleep because eventually that is gonna catch up to you. And what it does, it's gonna take you out at the knees with a crowbar. Mm -hmm. Yeah, it's so the thing. The thing with hunger is, and we'll 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 cover hunger on another episode. But the the thing that I was always told or at least I was told in high school and told even now as I'm on my weight loss journey um, from various people is sometimes you're not actually hungry. Yep. Sometimes you're just thirsty or you're tired, but that the tired plays more into cravings. Like if you're craving sweet stuff and it's nighttime, nine times out of 10, you're tired and your body's just looking for that fast energy. Like right yep. now, I know I'm hungry because I finished my water and my stomach is still growling. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that that plays into satiety of like how satiated am I um, which you know if you're trying to be very strict on a diet or if you're just trying to be mindful yeah your energy is going to be low and you'll be like ah I want this thing I am not satiated but also it's not really the point point. Uh, and a lot of times yeah like your mouth is just bored you know <laughs> your mouth is lonely it wants something Mm -hmm. it's the thing with sleep and I, I'm very guilty of I need to get this done I want to get this done nine times out yeah. of ten it's out of it's not out of real necessity it's out of my my brain tricking myself into thinking that I need to get this done and a lot of times it comes down to to content when I'm making content and stuff it's like no I just gotta get this I gotta get this editing done and it's more of me kind of just forcing myself to get it done out of fear that I won't do it tomorrow because I'll be too lazy. Yep. Or that I'm like, no, I, I, you know, I can sleep in tomorrow, which which is always a lie. My body doesn't let me sleep mm -hmm. in. Eight o'clock, you know, on my days off, if I sleep past my alarm, that's sleeping in. Um, but yeah, sleep, sleep's important. So I, like you said, it varies, obviously, how much sleep you should get. Mm-hmm. Uh, I like to believe in the rule of thumb that as an adult, right? Mm -hmm. Just on average, 
I like to aim for at minimum, like at lowest, absolute lowest, six hours. Like six hours and up. I have I have tried sleeping less for certain things because I dabbled in REM cycles for a little bit. Mm-hmm. Uh, and after a point, I was I was miserable. Mm-hmm. Like I, I could feel my body just being. You just ex- break down. It's just yeah, it wasn't fun, and I stopped. And I I took the bullet. I just I was like, no, I'm not gonna go into work early. I'll you know I'll just I'll get up at normal time. And I think everybody has that time where, like, it's acceptable for them to be up. Yeah. Like, for me, realistically, if I didn't have work, the earliest, like, I would be willing to get up is six, six in the morning, because that's mm-hmm. something I've just been used to because of college and sports. Yeah. Uh, I mean, again, it is especially difficult where, like, again, there are now people who are going back to work and have been at work for a little bit. There are some people who've been at work the whole time. Right. But uh, especially in pandemic, time is fake. So, you know, it's really difficult to stay in the confines of a schedule or make right. the confines of a schedule. Um, and a lot of people are just like, you know, tired and they're like oh you know i think i'm gonna go to bed early today and then they're on their phone for like three hours just scrolling through socials and now it's two three in the morning i am so guilty and honestly tiktok has made it worse right because it used to be it used to be like youtube videos youtube videos and then and then netflix like that's what would keep me up or you know skype calls or video games whatever but now it's Mm -hmm. I have literally caught myself, and not even just at nighttime, I have literally just caught myself mindlessly scrolling. Yep. And I'm like, and by the time I pull myself out of it, it could be 15, 20 minutes of just yep. just gone. And it's like, I gotta stop. And that's, that's I think, a, a societal thing, more yep. so than an individual thing. I think as society progresses, and the constant flood of, of information and content and hey look at what you know you know salt's doing like i have to yell at myself at work because i will constantly open discord to see if anybody's messaging me because i'm a so bored and b i have conditioned my brain to just crave that like little hit of like ooh it's something new to look at and you know, having ADHD doesn't help that, but still. Um, so I know I, I agree that like people just procrastinate sleep, and that's a discussion I've actually had with my manager, where he's like, "There are articles about this now, where it's like yeah. sleep procrastination. People are tired, they know they're tired, but they won't go to sleep. Yeah, they just won't do it because, especially in North America." Uh, our culture has for so long been one of the dominant facets of it has very much been like, I have to work. I have to work. You know, we're always working, work, 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 work. Um, we attach our sense of self to it. We attach, uh, societal and communal value to it. And that's a whole nother bushel of apples to root through. Yeah, we, can, like, we, can, we are, yeah, we could talk about that another time. Cause that, that's yeah. definitely easily an hour rant and raise yeah 
but we are very much attached to our work and what's happening now and who's doing this and what are you doing and what am I doing and all this stuff and very much like this fear of missing out FOMO right um and I I honestly hate it yeah but all these come together in a perfect storm and your brain is just like I just have to keep going. I have to keep going. You know, I've got to do this thing. Oh, I can do this one more thing before I go to sleep. Now let me see what Salt's doing. Oh, you know, okay, I'm here. Uh, Well, you know, it's been like another 20 minutes and this thing's going to update in like 20 minutes. So I may as well stay up for another 20 minutes. And then that updates and you're like, oh, well, you know, now I'm not really tired. I guess I can scroll for a bit more and I don't want to miss it. And I don't want to miss it. And now it's three in the morning and you are just absolutely boned for the next day. Oh, yeah. It's, it's just interesting thing that i've noticed is sometimes i'll be on the phone with my fiance because that's currently because we don't live together that's our nightly routine we call each other for like a block of time at night before we both go to sleep um and that's typically when i get tired and i try to keep myself awake to to conversate with her she's the one that's like you need to go to sleep you have work in the morning but sometimes i will be falling asleep on the phone the moment i shut the phone turn out the lights and lay down i'm awake Mm -hmm. like not wired but i'm not as exhausted like i'm not on the verge of dozing off like i was five seconds ago yeah um i noticed there are there are instances where it's easier for me to fall asleep for one cars like not when i'm driving when i'm in Mm -hmm. a car in a passenger seat and i'm and i'm any type of tired Mm -hmm. dude i'm done dude i'm knocking out like that's it. I'm done. I, I don't care mm-hmm. how I'm either head back on the seat, jaw slack jawed, mouth breathing, or I'm head against the window and just bumping with the road. Like I'm yep. out. And um, this has always been a thing. So even since I was in high school, uh, when I watch YouTube videos mm-hmm. or Netflix, but like I would come home from school, do whatever I had to do to my work or whatever, and I would just like prop my phone up. I just put on a YouTube video, lay in bed, and I'm like, oh, I'm gonna watch this video. The next thing I know, it's like, I've passed out for 30 minutes. Dinner's done. I missed the entire video and I didn't even realize I was, I was tired. Didn't absorb any of it. Yeah. Um, Mm -hmm. but my, my question now is before we get into the, into the breakdown of, of how sleep benefits you in training specifically, Mm -hmm. what's your thoughts on naps? Uh, I love naps. I love naps so much. Now, <laughs> there are, um, I've known a lot of people who can just like energize her bunny and go. My mom being one of them, I think she's napped maybe like 11 times in her life total. <laughs> you know, like really? she, just, she just goes, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, and part of that is, yeah, I mean, she has her morning cup of coffee and then she washes that down with another cup of coffee and then somehow gets to sleep at night. But hey, like, man, my, my grandma drinks coffee right before she goes to sleep and she will fall asleep every night. I mean, there are definitely some people who can drink caffeine before they sleep, but um, I am very much in the camp of like, if I've gotten everything done that I need to uh, and I'm tired and there's nothing, I'm going to sleep. You know, a nap, not only is it restorative, am I going to, like, be recovering, um, but it's it's a time machine to something interesting, you know? <laughs> like... Dude, I... So, I don't I don't nap as much as I used to. Um, my fiancé is definitely the napper of the two of us. Oh, okay. All right. And she 
like tries to get me to nap more mm -hmm. because she knows it's good for me yeah but so so my fiance um she either sleeps for 10 minutes mm -hmm. or four hours yeah no and there's if she no sleeps, if she sleeps for those four hours she will not sleep the night it's we've mm -hmm. tested this it's theory like she will be exhausted and i'll say why don't you take a nap and she's like because i will not wake up mm -hmm. i will sleep for two hours Caffeine only makes you sleep faster. Exactly. Um, but the other thing is... Oh, crap. I lost my turn of thought. Um, we're talking about naps. I don't nap as yeah. much as I should. Um, oh, so the time machine thing. I have, a, I have a story, a quick story. It was... The, the worst naps are when you uh, are in the winter. And I'm going to tell you why. Oh, dude. You take a nap. Even if it's like 4 o'clock three o'clock mm -hmm. you take a nap the sun's out yeah you wake up at six or you later with fire and it's nighttime and mm -hmm. your body does not know what year you're in yeah that you has happened to me Van Winkle. Uh, that happened to me uh not the nighttime like the time shift like that but mm -hmm. i came home from work one night i was like oh, i'm gonna work out i'm gonna do a little push-ups little sit-ups and i'm gonna stream it was my stream night came home mm -hmm. i laid down for a second after you know i just came home changed laid down i was like you know what I'm gonna, I'm gonna watch a video real quick i passed out woke up 15 minutes late for my stream yeah and i was like what time is it but the the story i wanted to tell is i was moving into college right yeah moving day so i went to sleep at a normal time i woke up in the middle of the night checked my phone saw that it said 5 30 mm -hmm. my brain processed that as it's 5 30 at night you've missed your move in yeah and you missed the football game when i tell you i sprinted downstairs to my mom's room and i just turned the light on i didn't oh, even no. know i went click i said mom i said i'm late we missed it She's like, what are you talking about? And I said, mm -hmm. it's 5.30. I missed the game. I was supposed to move in today. She didn't get mad. She literally just goes, it's 5.30 in the morning. Uh -huh. Go back to sleep. And I was, I literally, instantly the adrenaline dissipated. I was like, oh. Uh, I've had okay. moments like this, yeah. Where uh, I've gotten, just completely gotten the date wrong and like I would have a because uh, I work events sometimes uh -huh. and um, there would be a load in at like one in the morning or two in the morning and so I'd try to get some sleep and I would do a thing where like the day before at one in the morning I would just be bolt awake I'd be like oh god I miss it. I'm like going for my shorts I'm trying to pull on my boots I'm getting my multi-tool and I'm like wait a second 1am tomorrow oh my god and then it's like All right, <laughs> you know, like, I'm back to bed yeah That's and the, yeah the uh the adrenaline is just gone but that first motor's like, oh god i gotta get to it no that's the nah. that's the worst i definitely yeah. want to start um breaking that that fear that fomo yeah and like tell myself hey it's okay like yes obviously like if you want to succeed sometimes you gotta you gotta be the hardest worker in the room right like you, the rock yeah. you know gary vaynerchuk like you know all that stuff but it's like Bro, you're tired. You don't have anything to do today or tomorrow or Sunday because I got a three-day weekends. 
Um, take a nap. Just take a nap, dude. You're gonna be fine. Even if you sleep for two hours, take a nap. Whatever you you want to do, you will be able to do. And I really want to start getting into that habit because not only is sleep good for you, for those trying to lose weight, here's a secret: you also burn calories while you sleep. It's shocking, I know. Um, it's not like your brain turns off, because that would be bad. Yeah, I'd be dead. Okay, so before we get into the rest days, so how can sleep uh, be useful besides general health, right? Um, how is sleep and getting enough sleep and taking naps a useful tool in recovering from your training? Um, There are so many processes going on in your body when you're awake uh it is just an interlaced series of highways right and just everything's going 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 to keep you alive you know <laughs> no right. matter what you're doing there's actually a shitload of things that have to happen to keep you alive um which are all made a little more difficult by, yes, you being conscious and doing things and, you know, not stretching and not eating and not hydrating. Um, and now you're lifting and now you're sitting in the car and now you're sitting like a goblin at work, you know, like all these things. Even when you're not doing that much, there is a bunch that has to happen to keep you functional while you're right. awake. Right, right, right. So when you're asleep... It's your body's chance to actually like sit down and do maintenance and like, all right, we don't have to worry about this so we can reroute stuff here. We don't have to worry about this so we can more focus on clearing this stuff out. You know, um, we can get all the waste toxins out of here. We can get those processed. We can start clearing out a little bit of lactic acid, you know, all this stuff. Like we can, we can start to recover because if you were just to uh if you're just to keep going right uh-huh all these toxins that your body produces as byproducts of successful chemical reactions and metabolism all the waste byproducts you're not giving those a chance to filter out if you don't sleep so you might feel fine but again after a couple days of not sleeping you're just gonna get hit by a truck you know, hopefully not yeah. literally, and you don't make the mistake and fucking wander into traffic, but you are absolutely going to get floored if you don't give your body the chance to get rid of all this stuff. Uh, and especially if you are training, you are going to be putting your body under a lot of stress, especially your nervous system. A lot of thing, a lot of people forget that something inherent to training is actually getting your nervous system used to loading and used to how things are programmed in your routine. And those nervous system adaptations are key. So if you don't, not only if you don't give your muscles and your skeletal system and everything a chance to rest and recover and actually be asleep, but if you don't let your nervous system recover, oh, you're done. You're absolutely done. Yeah. That's it's literally like overclocking your PC when it can't mm -hmm. and uh, just frying your mobo and your CPU. Mm -hmm. 
That's yep. that's that's honestly what it what it is. Uh, I've I've had friends in the past that have literally gone a good couple of days without uh, sleeping. I mean, again, it's, it's the you can do it. You can do it. It's oh, man. Well, let me tell you, the dumbest thing ever, and it like literally. It, it almost ended pretty badly on a good couple of times in that span of time for him. Um, I suppose two is considered days, but how many is days? If you go... Because you break down even after 24 to 36 hours of no sleep. No, he went, he went like two days without sleep. He went just about 48 hours. I don't know the exact date, like time. I would have to ask him. But that's at least what I'm referring to. Like when I moved, uh, I literally was like, this was even, you know, not without sleep. I was up crack of dawn and I didn't finish moving until three in the morning. And then I ate. Or no, I didn't finish moving till like one in the morning. Oh, no, no, no I'm sorry. We moved. We didn't get done till three in the morning. Went to my fiance's place, crashed, woke up first thing the next morning, finished moving, didn't finish until the middle of the night again, got dinner at Applebee's, and then we crashed. Yep. Uh, so the big thing is we're, we're going to talk about days in a 24-hour time period as opposed to, like, literal sun up to next sun up we're going to talk about from you when you wake up in a 24 hour period just to kind of right, make this right. easier um so you can technically go without sleep for about 10 or 11 days and i mean no sleep you i mean you'll die right but and that's another thing if you don't get enough sleep you will die kind of like food and with water um and those intervals are different like you can go without water a little over three days before you kick the bucket you can go without food for really long periods of time uh sleep is about 10 days it's the threshold um but if you stay awake over that 24 hour window you are going to start experiencing extreme cognitive decline uh, right. So you're going to start experiencing things like bursts of microsleep, where you are just hit with a couple seconds of unconsciousness. And that's not something you control. That's your brain screaming to go to sleep because your brain needs that. So mm -hmm. you'll just be unconscious for a couple seconds and you will not have any control of when it happens. You can fight it off and then keep going, but you that's not a thing that you choose when that happens over 24 hours and that happens way more over 48 hours you're gonna right. start hallucinating you're gonna experience weakness um just anything that will get you to sleep because now that's your brain's prime motivator mm. of get this person to sleep it doesn't matter how it happens you're just gonna be asleep now um so when we're talking about a day, we're talking about a 24-hour... Yeah, 24-hour window. window. Yeah. Yeah, there's definitely been times where I've slept like a normal day, but, like, I will just sit at, like, sit in my chair at work, and I will just, like, close my eyes for, realistically, probably not even a minute. Mm-hmm. 
but it feels like I've slept five minutes and after I've like opened my eyes and like started doing my, you know, whatever I'm doing again, mm-hmm. I feel like I just skipped a whole chunk of time, even though yep. realistically I didn't realistically yep. it was like literally maybe two minutes at most. And my mm-hmm. eyes were closed for like not even a minute of that. Yep. Uh, there, what was it? Um, Salvador Dali invented the perfect nap allegedly um where you sit in a very comfortable chair uh-huh. and you hold something like a ball in your hand right just on the armrest you know just you have your arm on the armrest and you're just holding a ball or you're holding a thing right uh and you try to drift off to sleep exactly and then by the time the ball drops out of your hand and hits the floor and like then that sudden surge of adrenaline wakes you up apparently allegedly that is the perfect nap that is the perfect amount of time do i do i hold it like sideways or like upright like this upright like that upright like that all right we're gonna we're gonna try i mean it's again this is a 20 minute process so maybe not on stream but i I would say try it i would definitely say try it it. it's uh i I can fall asleep in this chair Mm -hmm. um all right, yeah. So, long story short, uh, get your sleep, fam. Yes. Take naps when you can. Uh, and if you're doing any kind of training, trust me when I say this, your body naturally is going to want to sleep. Because when I used to work yeah. out a lot, bruh, I was tired all the time, man. And it wasn't because I wasn't getting sleep. It was because my body was like, yo, you literally just uh, did two exercises today, so we need to rest and recover. Uh, the... I was really boring in college because all I did pretty much, I mean, like there are some social stuff sprinkled in there, but all I did aside from school was eat, sleep, train. That is it. And that was just the conveyor belt. Yeah. Um, and that was probably the greatest relative period of growth just in that short window. You know, I've had a pretty pretty decent lifting career but like that window of just focusing on eating sleeping training and being optimal mm-hmm. with all three uh yeah no i was on it man oh i i know for a fact if i was more optimal with things mm-hmm. like eating and you know training to an extent i probably would have had a much better growth period in college than i did mm-hmm. Yeah. Um, and it's something that I, I am trying to work towards. And I was really excited to like finally get in gear and then Corona happened. So now I'm like, all right, well, I might as well just work on one of those facets. So like mm-hmm. when Corona's over and I can safely and comfortably go to a gym, yep. I've got a workout plan that I can start focusing on. And my nutrition's already in a, in a much better state. Also mm-hmm. unique. Uh, yes. Yeah, sleep does help growth. So you should get as much sleep as you can uh, yep. because your body, your mind, and your soul will thank you for it. Mm-hmm. So, your feet, man. Oh, yeah, dude. Kick your feet up. It's so good. Um, so the next topic. Tr- no, unique. You need it. Trust us. You have to. Like sleep is, to. is very important for your for for the long run of your of your life. Just All right. yours in general. Yeah, I got an, I got an anecdote for you. All right. Okay. Um, so there was a uh, powerlifting meet at one of the gyms that I attended. 
And, uh, you know, pretty common thing in the gyms that I go to. And there was the guy, there's the guy who was like basically expected to win, you know, to place the highest in this particular meet. And, right. uh, you know, big guy, strong guy, uh, not built like he was half refrigerator, but, you know, big guy. And uh, he and his wife show up and, you know, they've already kind of, they started with the lightweights um, and they started with the other divisions. They're moving up to like the main event, as it were. Uh, and uh -huh. so he and his wife show up and he's got all his stuff, you know, he's got his, uh, he's got his ammonia, he's got a bell, he's got his wraps, you know, he's got all the things he needs. This man brought a cot, okay? And he went to sleep before his turn up on the platform and then he woke up you know like he and everybody's there like it probably wasn't super restful right but he went to sleep like legit in the middle of the gym he went to sleep and so he wakes up about like 10 minutes before his go up at the platform and he destroys it listen that's is what I'm saying. Mm -hmm. uh, and I mean, it just, he walked up there. He didn't look stressed at all. Because I mean, first of all, he had the confidence to go to sleep in the middle of the gym at a powerlifting meet. So kudos to him. Right. But he wasn't stressed at all. He looked really relaxed. Um, he, yeah, he was very clear. He was alert and he was ready to go. Whereas a lot of people were just kind of like afraid. You know, they were... They had that kind of performance anxiety, and I don't know, like, oh, I gotta hit all three white lights, you know, I can't hit a red light, I can't miss depth, I can't miss, uh, I can't miss the command. And this guy, he just walked up there, he was completely relaxed, and he just owned it, crushed it. If that isn't, if that isn't a sign of how important sleep is, because yes, while while he could have probably done that without taking his nap, the man felt it necessary. Yep. For his optimization and his body's needs to take a cat nap. Yeah, and this, he, it wasn't close either. I think the next highest squat to his was like 600 some pounds. And this man who will go unnamed, he just crushed it at like 770. Kudos, kudos to you. Like Sleep he just blew it away. Sleep is definitely not cringe and you will come to understand that in the years to come. I promise you. Sleep is absolutely when, not when I When I was a teenager, it was like, dude, what do I need sleep for? Like, like I literally, on my birthday one year, stayed up until six in the morning, slept five hours, and then, you know, went on with my day. But that next day, I went to bed at the normal time. Mm -hmm. Um. So, the next thing is... There's two types of rest days. One, which we've been talking about for the past 40 minutes, is a non-active rest day. Mm -hmm. Which is literally sit on your butt, lay in bed, eat good, healthy foods, and just do nothing all day. Mm -hmm. Then there are days which we've talked about previously, which are active rest days. Get some stretching in, do some yoga, maybe do a little fasted cardio in the morning, like go for a walk... Maybe play some racquetball, basketball, swimming, things like that. Mm -hmm. um, 
why do you want to tell the folks why both of those are important to incorporate and why one might want to incorporate them into their routine resting on more active rest days or um i'm sorry resting on more active days is that kind of what like, we're getting at yeah so like when i was in school we were always told it's you know like especially in in spring ball it was like, guys, you know, you have a rest day. So use it as, you know, if you guys want to do something, don't go. Like, this was the day after our lifts. So you'd be like, don't go into the gym. You know, I wouldn't, I don't want to see any of you guys in the gym lifting weights. We just had a workout yesterday. We're going to have another one tomorrow. Mm-hmm. If you want to do something, go play basketball. Go play racquetball. You know, go for uh, a swim. That way you can still work that lactic acid out of your muscles and you guys are still being active. Mm-hmm. Uh, so yeah, kinda, no, sleep, like is, uh, sleep is still especially critical on those days. I mean, the, oh, yeah. so one of the common fables, one of the common myths, the lies, is, the that, lies. You can catch, is that you can catch up on sleep. Uh, no, you can't do it. Once you miss that window, it is closed. It's gone. Uh, you can hit that point where like you shut down and you sleep for 14 hours and you wake up and you're like, ah, I feel rested, but that's not you catching up. That's your brain being like, nah, you're going to sit here for a minute. You're going to think about what you did. Yeah. Right. Um, you're not going to back up yet. You can't catch up on sleep. You can't make that time up. Um, once it's gone, it's gone. So it's really important when you are being super active that yeah you want to you know do that stretching do the yoga go for the hike go for the swim do whatever but also make sure you're taking the time to sleep you got to be really serious about your sleep as much as your nutrition and about as much as your uh, actual physical training you have to be serious about your sleep if you want to go anywhere athletically right uh because if you're not giving your body the chance to recover uh, and to use all those and actually put to use all those nutrients that you've been giving it throughout the day, mm-hmm. you're just wasting your time. You know, you're setting yourself back. Um, <laughs> you know, no, yeah. So pretty simple. So why is it important to on your rest days, sometimes maybe not do the same training that you would normally do, but still be a little active. Mm, I.e. Okay. Go for a walk, go for a light jog, do some yoga, you know, yeah. play some so, rec sport with your bros. So you, um, like we were talking about earlier, you want to give your nervous system a bit of a rest. Because again, everybody forgets the nervous system in their training, which is a little silly. But you, you want to give your nervous system a chance to rest and recover. And you want to be using your muscles, making sure that you're actually stretching and moving and going through all your movement patterns um, without actually putting serious load on them. Because like we were talking about a little while before, if you're maxing out every day, if you're going to your threshold every day, you're going to break down. Uh, So you want to be able to move and make sure that movement is okay. You shouldn't wake up and be like, ah, I can't do that today. (laughs) like some days that happens but there's usually a pretty clear-cut answer as to why you cannot do that thing today 
Uh, and it's it's not something that appears out of the blue. It's not like some gremlin just ran up and punched you in the kidney in your sleep. No, this is something that has been building up for days. Like, you need to pay attention to your body, and one of those things is giving it enough sleep. But on those active rest days, active recovery days, mm-hmm. um, you're going to feel so much better for having taken the 10-minute brisk walk, for having gone out and gotten some sunshine, for doing the thing. And honestly, you're going to sleep better as a result of that because you're not going to be as restless at night. You're going to feel like, ah, yeah, I did something, instead yeah. of like, you're sitting and you're resting, yes, during your day, but then you get to the end of your day and you're like, shit, I didn't do anything. And now you're staying awake scrolling on your phone. Yeah, no, it's it's that great, you know, get the melatonin in. Like, your mm-hmm. body and your internal clock need to realize what time has passed. Uh, that's the other thing. And then, you know, obviously, if you got doms, and I mean, you got them serious doms where it's like, mm-hmm. you can't get out of bed Yep. Because you just put up 500 on a squat rack yesterday. Mm-hmm. Obviously, don't go outside playing football. Mm-hmm. That's a mistake. But go and do that walk. Do a little light, you know, maybe not do a full yoga progression. Right? Do a little stretch. Stretch your body uh, out. Get the blood pumping a little bit. Yeah. There's pretty much, you do what you can on, this is again, on your active recovery days, you do what you can and no more, you know? Yeah. Um, that is not the day to, the sky is not the limit on that day. And frequently on my leg days, when I know it's going to be bad the next day, the first thing I do, even, even before stretching, when I get home is I just go for a walk. I just walk it out. Um... And then I'll, you know, I'll do my stretching, I'll do my shower, I'll eat. But if I know it's going to be bad the next day, I'll just immediately just go for a walk. And very low effort, Mm -hmm. very low Low stakes. Low impact. But I'm still, yeah, but I'm just using my muscles. And they're like, oh, okay, you know, we can do this. We're all right. Yeah, no, it's definitely, again, it's little things that help the big things. Mm -hmm. Like watching what you eat you know maybe not having a piece of cake because you ordered a large iced latte from dunkin donuts maybe you don't have cake tonight you know yeah it's little it's little things like that drink an extra cup of water um always more water Always. it's definitely like a general rule of thumb that i like to go through if i'm you know hypothetically say i am super like sore the doms are here they're big and, you know, burly, and they're just mm-hmm. kicking my ass like it hurts to walk up my bedroom stairs. Mm-hmm. That's going to be a low-impact, maybe no-impact kind of rest day. But yeah. if I if I have a workout and I'm a little sore, right? Like, I did all my stretching the day before, and I'm a little, you know, a little sore, a little tightness. You know, you feel that acid in there a little bit. I'm going to do something. That, mm-hmm. that would be the day. We'll play, let's go play a pickup game in my yard. Let me do a full thing of yoga. You know, if I had a pool, let me go swimming. Mm-hmm. Um, but yeah, it's things like that. So overall, the takeaway from today's episode is get your sleep. Take a nap if you've got the time and you're tired. Don't go without sleep consecutively 
and listen listen to your body mm-hmm. i think one thing that i didn't do enough and that i know a lot of people don't do enough is they don't listen to their bodies enough if you do your Correct. workout and the next day you're super sore and like you can't even lift your arms up all the way because you went ham on the bench in the incline all right don't go play football and try and push somebody like take it easy no, that's on, silly that's on, how you're gonna tear something yeah go for a walk do some stretches stretch it out a little more sit on the couch relax you know if you had your work you know your workout like the best example i can give is when i played football and our sunday practices were our light day right it was film it was going over the the previous game's film there was a bit of a workout just to get that acid you know flowing but the coaches were like hey the guys who played they're gonna be a little like they're gonna lag behind a little bit they're still gonna put in the effort but our coach would be like all of you guys that did not play last night or did not play as much who aren't hurt weren't fine or you know who are fine you should be be you should be able to put more effort into your lifts and your you know our conditioning our sprints Mm -hmm. than the guys that played because your bodies are not exhausted and they're not tired yeah that's again good rule of thumb so listen to your bodies have a balance and get some sleep Mm -hmm. critical critical great thing about podcasts they'll always be there for you just out there in the ether yeah you know we'll just we'll be here uh and if you want to be here when we're here again you can tune into twitch every thursday where we record live uh thanks for for doing all this zeph and being yeah man the big brain energy for this series Oh, my uh, brain's I, so big because I get sleep. I know. So we have a... I actually don't know how many more topics we, we have left to talk about. I think, realistically, I want to cover food and nutrition and how that is... Not only the importance of nutrition, which will be its own episode, but how nutrition is part of recovering. Mm. Uh, because your muscles need fuel. Yes. Even if you don't yes, lift. Do. Even if you play basketball. Muscles need fuel. But that'll be I like next that, week. Uh, I like that call out there. Even if you don't lift, even if you play basketball. Just, oh, wow. I know. Well, I mean, like, basketball players lift, <laughs> yeah, yeah, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yep. Listen, before anyone goes and tries to cancel me, oh, Phantom thinks basketball players don't do jack. No. I'm talking about if you play recreationally with your friends. You're not in the gym training like LeBron. You know, you're not out there learning the Texas two-step. No. You're playing. You're just playing a pickup game. Um, so we'll probably touch on that otherwise until next time don't forget to lift beast and game we'll see you then